1: The bill's sponsor says the additives have been linked to serious health problems, including hyperactivity, reproductive issues, hormonal damage, and increased risk of cancer. The Illinois Manufacturers Association argues the well-intentioned legislation would set a dangerous precedent by usurping the role of scientists and experts at the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Nearly $55 million in state grants are being awarded for 111 local park projects throughout Illinois to help communities acquire land and develop recreational Opportunities. The Macon County Conservation District is getting $600,000. Harris Town is receiving one hundred fifty dollars This is the 37th year of the state program administered by the Department of Natural Resources. More stories, podcasts, and videos at nowdecator.com.
2: WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com
1: them accountable. I'm Lee Silicera Fox News, the heads of some of the biggest tech companies before the Senate Judiciary Committee today for a sometimes heated hearing about kids' online safety as concerns grow
3: about kids' mental health. The CEOs have tried to tout safety features and parental controls that they've added to protect kids, but Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg downplayed social media's role in the mental health crisis in children in his opening statement. The CEOs of Snap and X have endorsed specific pieces of bipartisan legislation that members of this committee, the Judiciary Committee, have introduced, but several of the other executives at Discord, TikTok, and Meta avoided questions about whether they support those specific bills or repealing Section 230, which broadly protects social media companies. Stock
1: business is Grady trimble. Senators are considering legislation that would establish guidelines for social media companies for minors using their platforms. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says the U.S. believes the Islamic resistance in Iraq is behind the Sunday attack at a U.S. base in Jordan that killed three American soldiers. And he says President Biden is ready to respond. What's appropriate? Well, you know, it depends on what your, what your response is going to look like. Um, Uh, and what you're going to go after. At least 40 other U.S. soldiers were wounded in the drone attack. A retreat on Wall Street as Fed Chief Jay Powell taps the brakes on talk of rate cuts.
3: Inflation is still too high. Ongoing progress in bringing it down is not assured. And the path forward is uncertain.
1: Signaling a cut isn't likely at the Fed's March meeting after leaving rates unchanged again today. The news from the Fed sending stocks tumbling. The Dow lost 317, its biggest one-day percentage decline since December 20th. The Nasdaq minus 345, the S&P off 79. America's listening to Fox News.
3: Jessica. This is the happiest day of my life, right up there with the day I bought my RV and insured it with Progressive. Man, I love that thing. There are a million fish in the sea, which I'm reminded of every time I bring my RV to the lake, but I vow to love and cherish you just as much as I cherish campsites with full electric and water hookups. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
2: Protect your beloved with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates.
3: Go with your gut. <laughs> your dog's immune system is based in the gut. A diet lacking in nutrients can cause itching, scratching, and a weak immune system. However, there is a solution. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. Dynovite. It took a grand total of two weeks. The dog stopped itching. The hair stopped falling out. Try Dinovite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at dinovite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dinovite.
1: Congress are opposing the reclassification
3: of pot. Maryland Republican Congressman Andy Harris is asking the Drug Enforcement Agency to, quote, consider the true harms of marijuana when determining if it will reclassify the drug from Schedule 1 to Schedule 3. That would mean marijuana would be classified as having lower potential for abuse and addiction. In a letter obtained by Fox News, Harris accused the Food and Drug Administration of not considering certain impacts, like driving under the influence when making its recommendations. He says the Biden administration might be thinking about the election over health. Is the FDA really there for safety of the American public or are they there for politics? The changes are supported by the National Institute on Drug Abuse. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. A
1: community center in Boston is being turned into an emergency shelter for migrants. People who live in Boston's Roxbury neighborhood are pushing back against a plan by Massachusetts Governor Mara Healy to turn a community center into an emergency
4: shelter for migrants press release from the governor on Monday declared that, as of today, the state-owned Melnia A. Cass recreational complex would be a, quote, temporary safety net site for families who had been sleeping at Logan Airport. The Boston Herald reports that Healy's plan is to cap the shelter population at 400 and for it to remain operational through the spring. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu has already expressed criticism over the plan, but has noted since the building is owned by the state, the city doesn't have a choice in the matter. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
1: A new study from the CDC finds military personnel stationed at Camp Lejeune from 1975 to 1985 and used the contaminated drinking water had at least a 20% higher risk for a number of cancers than those stationed elsewhere. The study found military personnel stationed at the base were at higher risk for some types of leukemia, lymphoma, and cancers of the lung, breast, throat, esophagus, and thyroid. I'm Lee Silasara. This is Fox News.
2: Winter has definitely arrived in central Illinois, and that means it's also time for the winter sale at the Brass Horn. Stop in now to have the best choices from all of their fall and winter merchandise with 35 to 75% off your favorite brands. Whether you're looking for a new shirt and jacket or casual jeans and sportswear, they have everything you will need for any occasion. So stop by the store and visit the Brass Horn at 108 East Prairie in downtown Decatur.
1: It seems hard to believe that February is right around the corner with mild temperatures untapped the rest of the week. Tonight, partly cloudy and cool with lows around 35. For Thursday, a mix of sun and clouds with unceasingly warm temperatures running about 20 degrees above average with highs topping out near 57. And for Friday, fair skies and feeling like spring with highs in the lower 50s. With your Storm Team 20 forecast, I'm Chief hydrologist Cheryl Lemke.
2: Authenticity, balance, and a little moxie. This is the Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Hey,
4: hey,
5: hey,
4: hey. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to The Morris Code. I am your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. And along with me in this journey and in life's journey is my husband, Dr. JK. But I don't really see him in this studio right now. So I I don't know what happened. So I guess I'm rocking and rolling along. How y'all doing? Y'all doing all right?
6: I'm doing good. How about you? I'm
4: good. How are you, Dre?
6: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How was school today? Boring. <laughs>
4: what <laughs> was it?
6: Yes, we. It was just a boring day. I don't know.
4: What do you mean? What is what is boring? Like you, nothing. What nothing popped out? Like nothing new. Okay, are you learning th- anything? Yeah. You sure?
1: Yes,
6: I am. More, I'm struggling in math right now. I mean, it's not like a bad grade or anything. But yeah. We're this new thing called proofs.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you got to make a logical argument, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but you have to use the, the theorems and the proofs and the postulates that mm-hmm. can get you from point A to point B.
6: And that's why I hate them. Do you? Yes. Why? Because <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I, I don't think, no, I can't even expose my teacher, but. Please don't.
4: <laughs> Please do not. Uh, don't get close to the dump button. <laughs> let's just say that. I don't
6: know. I don't. My teacher is just not the the most fluent when she explains things and I'm not yeah. getting it as well as I was with the other subjects that she taught.
4: OK, I understand. You just might not like this one as much, too. You know, I um I think it's interesting because I have a bachelor's degree in math and statistics. Oh, for real? I do. That's what's up. It is, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. But so what's very interesting about that, and I'm going to come back to this because Dr. J.K. and I were talking a lot about college and being college bound, was in high school. I was in high school for three years. I went to Eisenhower, uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower High School, and I graduated in three years. I didn't get put out and I didn't drop out, but I graduated. But in high school, my math grades were underwhelming at best, like, uh, it was questionable if I was going to make it through math. And part of that is because I just, what you're saying, like I just wasn't kind of catching what they were, I wasn't picking up what they were putting down.
1: Yeah, I I
4: agree. <laughs> yes. Mm, yes. <laughs> and then somewhere along the way, like it went in, I just couldn't give it back to him. But by the time I got to college, like Calc, um, advanced calc derivatives and, and proofs and things like all of the stuff made sense with the exception of operations research I think I flunked it and then I went back and retook it but part of the reason why I flunked it probably is because I, I I was having a good time in college too
6: oh you was you was getting
4: <laughs> I, yes like yeah. I, when I was single I was single so I had a really good time <laughs> 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 so it will get better I think, uh, or you will get through it and it'll be fine. I've been praying about it. So. <laughs> yes, that's a good start. My daughter is not happy with, uh, her, and I'm with you. I'm not going to expose her, but my daughter is not happy with her math teacher right now either. Uh, so we w- we've done a lot of praying, uh, in October, November, December
6: to kind of wrap up the, the, the year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I prayed so hard for the final and I still failed. Did you? Yeah, but I'm, at least I still kept my good my grade in the class.
2: I'm
4: proud of you. <laughs> Failure is good. It's gonna happen again. I, I tell I'm telling you, I flunked that operations research class. I couldn't figure out how to get a FedEx truck from New York to <laughs> from New York to Florida, the most efficient route. So I was like, it's fine. We'll 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 get there. We just it just won't be efficient. We're gonna spend it's a little more money. Time. It is. <laughs> Dom, how you doing? You doing all right? She's like, what? You're talking to me.
7: You doing all right? Doing well. Yeah. Yep. How you been? What's going on? Uh, just been been busy. Uh, last week was pretty busy week. Had the um, Simp event over at the uh, Decatur Conference and Hotel. Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Had 1,500 kids from K through five yeah. through the uh, through um, all the schools, not just DPS. So it was uh. I bet the kids yeah. had fun yeah they had a blast uh just we had a area for like um games like circus games yep. so i think there was like 30 tables or something set up laser tag um okay. had man so much stuff checkers and K-P-5. connect Four. had a dj the kids were dancing all of a sudden you know, I guess the games weren't enough, so the kids started a dance battle with each other. Yes. Uh that was really cool to see. And they had some of the older girls trying to hype them up. So Aww. and then they did a boys versus girls and uh and a lot of the girls are on the dance team, so it wasn't exactly fair. Uh but <laughs> the guys held their own a little bit. But it was uh yeah, it was a lot of fun. There was also a uh outside we had a um Like a, uh, like a carriage going around for the, for the kids. And then they all got to dress up in either just casual wear or their costumes, whatever it is. Uh, it was like a Disney meets the circus theme. And then there was another area for them to, with, uh, organizations from the area had tables set up so kids and their parents could also learn about the different resources in the community. Children's Museum, of course, was there. Um, there was, uh, like, different health things and then they had like tea party for uh with the different disney queens that we had there so that was that was a lot of fun and then um had a station for uh for food where the kids could go and get whatever they wanted so it was just a a fun day i think it was about i want to say four hours or three hours something like that started at nine thirty. i think we ended about 1 p.m. and Yeah. It's definitely a good way to to end the week and start the new year. So we uh, definitely had a blast doing that. I think some of the challenges are, like, we've
4: had this conversation, and it should be easier to kind of deal with and address since uh, the pandemic. But – I know we had a snow day or an ice day about a week or so ago, and there was a day or two that, that our young folks were, was out of school. And what we fail to realize sometimes is, is, yes, we are marching towards the end of the year, but somewhere in there we need brain breaks right and we used to have snow days and snow days and they were the absolute best and yes there's remote learning and there's e-learning but every now and again we need to create the space for our young folks to have the ability to reset and to level set and to just maybe do a little nothing or do a lot of nothing in a in a short period of time like we miss that ability to um make sure that our kids are aligned and it is our our mental and our physical and our emotional Emotional is is in alignment because we want them to go we want them to be there we want them to go and we want them to be in school every single day very important but breaks four hours here like a, a half day or um, a, a full day snow day are really really good for the soul um,
7: as well as for safety. And yeah, so, I think so for sure. Like you said, during COVID, you know, we had more of those maybe opportunities, and we haven't been doing them as much. But even we have so many things for a reset for adults. So to have different organizations that are doing that and, and I gotta, you know, shout out Simp, the different things they've done because they also add an educational component to it. So like the Children's Museum having those, I think they, they did it a few times last year where the different K through five, you know, students came in and, and they got to just play, but they also were learning things because there's yep. so many just educational opportunities at the Children's Museum. Um, but yeah, I think it was nice to just have just a fun day. To see them playing with their friends and their teachers having a great yeah. time, uh, and for it to be a Friday, like, here you go, enjoy yeah. the weekend. So, uh, really had a good time with that. So you are listening to
4: The Morris Code on WSOI 1340 AM, 103.3 FM and streaming live on NowDecatur.com. This show, we're going to talk a little bit more. We're going to revisit this college-bound piece and we're also going to talk with um, a couple of representatives from the city of Decatur because we're moving in a different direction and we have some, I have some clear <laughs> questions and some information that I would like to know. So latter half of the show will be visited with cor- by Cordero Patrick from the city of Decatur. and we- When we come back from commercial break, I'm going to resume the conversation with um, College Bound and College Bound Information. We'll be right back.
2: At Brink Realtors, we're not just here to facilitate transactions. We're here to build lasting relationships. We believe that the heart of every successful real estate journey lies in the connections we make and the partnerships we create. Loyalty isn't handed out, it's earned. That's why we're dedicated to earning your trust every step of the way. Discover the difference at Brink Realtors, building bonds beyond your home. Visit us online or call to connect with one of our agents today. Find your way home. Brink Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here, 15,000, another sellout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. And Illinois overcomes their
3: largest deficit of the season.
2: Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. The Illini win it. Get your tickets today
3: at FightingIllini.com.
0: Looking for top-notch personal protection? The Smith & Wesson Equalizer is here to level the playing field. Easy-to-rack slide, easy-to-control ergonomic grip, it's designed for you. With a 10, 13, and 15-round magazine included, size up for better control or size down for easier concealment. Don't miss out on the opportunity to upgrade your safety. Visit your local dealer now. To learn more about The Equalizer, visit smith-wesson.com. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. All capacity sizes may not be available in your jurisdiction. Be sure to check your local laws and regulations.
3: Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Yeah, Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus plus a 100 bucks. Jackson,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. So don't just sit there for your biggest refund guaranteed. Walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson. Yeah.
2: This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris.
4: I would like to get to know if I could be. Welcome back. I am Dr. J. I'm your host of The Morris Code tonight love that song thank you jury um last week we were talking a little bit about um our students who were transitioning to college and um what i I, we had such great feedback that I wanted to double back to that conversation and have a little bit of it more, but now i'm I'm split because Don mentioned children's museum, and I had probably three meetings today, and in those three meetings, I was with women who are three meetings plus a a text meeting uh <laughs> or a um um, a FaceTime meeting, but in, in those meetings, probably four or five. It's interesting. Now that I'm reflecting on the day, I spent a ton of time today talking to women who are leaders and who I look up to, who are at various stages in their journey of leadership and being fully, fully engaged. Now, the one thing that is very unique is that for me, this idea of, 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 of not only leadership, but being a woman right in leadership, um, it is super interesting to recognize and connect it to education. And so we talked about how we are sending and preparing our young folks to attend college. And one of the things that I said last week that struck a chord with so many people was that it, I, I give zero darns about a young person's dream school. The goal of higher education is really ultimately should be to move through post-secondary education as swiftly as possible, but in, but leaving in such good economic and sound position when you graduate. And I know that that may not resonate with with everyone. And I absolutely think that sometimes when you work hard, you get some of the things that you want. But when those things come at a cost that we are unable to bear the burden of for a long time, then it no longer is the thing that was for us. It's the thing that we wanted, but not what was for us. And so we talked about how do we start to prepare our young folks to move through higher education? And focus on the economic self-sufficiency that should come as a result of completing the degree. And it doesn't mean that parents should be writing the check, right? It doesn't mean that just because we are talking about going to school and making sure our young folks, and I'll use my two kids as an example, emerge debt-free, it means that they've got to do some work in order to get there and get through and minimize that financial outlay as quickly as possible, FAFSA is open. And I'm going to say this. I don't care whether this system is glitchy. I don't care whether it's kind of working. I don't care whether it's not working. If it is open, the date and time stamp matters. Make sure that if you have a young person in your life or in your purview or that you are connected to, that they complete the FAFSA free application for federal student aid yesterday. The reason this is important is because when you start to apply for financial aid and colleges and universities start to prepare that expected student contribution or the package, as they call it, they take into consideration the amount of funds that you may receive, whether they're scholarships or whether they are grants, and sometimes they will include student loans on your expected family contribution or your student aid report, right? Right. Complete the FAFSA as soon as possible. Very, very simple. But we need our parents and our students to do that together. FAFSA is open. College scholarships are open. Not only look for scholarships at the college or university that you are planning to attend, but also look for scholarships and and grants in your community. You know how we find it? Our young folks, we should Google, we should TikTok, we should find Facebook groups. All of these organizations have groups and opportunities, not only for students, but also for parents in order to start to look for funds. Check your counselor's office and look for scholarship websites. Be sure, and this was one of the things that was mentioned and that was sent to me, which is spot on, to think about in-state versus out-of-state tuition. There is a difference. Oftentimes, unless it's a neighboring state and we have a a partnership or reciprocal agreement, it costs more to attend school, oftentimes, not always when you are out of state. Don't let the large names confuse you and fool you. It is okay to have a desire to attend Harvard, to attend Yale, to attend an Ivy League school, to attend Brown. But my question will always be, is it in your budget, meaning your financial outlay at the conclusion of your baccalaureate degree or your associate's degree should not follow you for the next 30 or 40 years? And it should also not depend on whether a politician agrees to waive student loans or not make a different decision. We hear a lot about the cost of higher ed and it's continuing to increase and it's continuing to increase. What I'm going to share with you is that it has increased for the last 30, 40, 50, 60 years since it's been in existence. And the increase from year to year is not going to change at the vast majority of our institutions. I was sharing with Drew earlier that I have an undergraduate degree in math and statistics. My doctorate of philosophy, had, I, it was an opportunity for me to look at the funding of every public higher education institution in this country. And I can tell you that it has continued to increase. You will find those those few institutions where it may decrease by a one percent or two percent. you they were already at thirty thousand a year. You will find some institutions where um, they will freeze tuition to a point where when you come in, this is what you are committed to paying. They are already doing that, but they are probably at twenty and thirty thousand a year already. Multiply that by four. Think about in state and out of state. There is a difference. Even think about community colleges. And so while they are less expensive, if I am a resident of Decatur and I choose to attend a community college, whether it's in Bloomington, whether it's in Iowa, whether it's in Springfield, there is an increased fee because I am out of their district. It is not going to be the same as probably a four year institution. But if you start to look closely, you will find community colleges. You will still come out of 17 to 20,000, possibly a year, depending on the program. And I'm still living at home. And I know me, I want mine to venture out. (laughs) which means I want them to pack up. I want them to do the entire experience, transition out, come back for Thanksgiving, go back, come back for Christmas. We'll see you at the end of the year if you're not off interning. Think about, make sure you submit FAFSA. Make sure that you start to look for scholarships. Make sure you start to think about in-state versus out-of-state. If you're looking at community colleges, you want to be sure to be aware of the out-of-district fee because it does make a difference. And also be intentional about exploring the difference between public higher, edu- higher education institutions and private they are different and here's what you will hear our private institutions say you will hear them say because we are private and our tuition costs more that we have larger student aid packages and number for number it is very true that they often have larger student aid packages but when you look at the cost of housing tuition and fees room and board transportation All of it in its totality, while you may get a larger reward from a private institution, it still may cost you more or less than a four-year institution. So what I'm saying is do not take it for face value. And make sure that if an institution can't tell you how much it costs, that is not the institution for you. It just isn't. How much does it cost to attend school? Whether I have any student loans or not, I wanna major in this, that, or the third. What is the cost that will cost me annually as well as for four years? Because you still can get a degree in four years despite what some of us do. And I spent a ton of time in higher ed, but I had a great time. And it has worked to my benefit for me to attend school. So I have a bac- associate's degree. I have a bachelor's degree in math and statistics, a master's, and a Ph.D. And so... If you are unsure about college and the cost of college, you know what? You can go to work. <laughs> work is always open. And not only is work always open, colleges and universities will never close. And so if our young folks feel like they need some time, work is such a valuable experience. And what you may also find is is when you go to work, that employer may pay a portion of your tuition, if not all of it. There is no right way for each individual. When we think that there is only one way, that means we negate a larger and greater belief for who we report to and who has kind of like our guiding light. There is no one way. So work may be okay for some. A private institution may be okay for some. A public institution may be okay for others. Uh, for my my daughter is a design. An automotive design organization or design institute is probably the route that she will go. But the first question is, can we afford it? Do not be afraid to talk about cost. And do not be afraid to understand that we have to figure it out before you go. I've spent time at um, several institutions. In one of my past positions, I served as a um, director of recruitment. And I can't tell you the number of babies that came to campus. And only was it then that they recognized that they could not afford to stay. And they were back heading back home with tears in their eyes. The cost is the first conversation. Not your major don't really care about that either. Not initially. I want to find the place where I know that there is an affordability factor. It can meet my social and emotional as well as my academic needs. It is very important to recognize that the path and the journey for all of our young folks are very different. But we have to put the work in and the work is not only high school GPA, high school engagement. Uh, assessments and tests and scores, letters of recommendation. It is also how much will this cost me? Because if I leave here with a hundred thousand and it accrues interest daily as a loan because that is big business, then I have started my journey and my life so far behind the eight ball that it is unbelievable. So I wanted to double back to that college bound conversation and we will continue to have that conversation along the way, oh my God, from now until probably I can get mine out of the house in August um, and figure out how do we do this? How do we do this better? And it's very different making fifty or sixty thousand dollars with zero student loans and zero debt, as opposed to making fifty or sixty or seventy thousand dollars and carrying a hundred or a hundred and fifty thousand in student loans. And you can do the latter. You just have to be strategic and play the long game and not the short game. You are listening to The Morris Code on WSOI 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and streaming live on nowdecatur.com. We'll be right back with Cordero Patrick from the City of Decatur. Hi, this is
0: Stacey Young, Commissioner Decatur Park Board, and I look forward to sharing my story with you at That's What She Said, Macon County. Since 2013, That's What She Said has served as a platform for everyday women to share their extraordinary stories. And now, the Community Foundation of Macon County is proud to announce That's What She Said is launching in our community, presented by Hickory Point Bank & Trust at the Lincoln Square Theater, Saturday, April 6th. Join us for this live, one-night-only performance featuring 10 women from our community, sharing personal stories of life's triumphs and trials. These relatable stories of everyday women will make you laugh out loud. Some will make you ugly cry, and everything in between. So get your tickets now and make a night of it. You will leave feeling uplifted, inspired, and proud of the women in your life. That's what she said. Macon County will premiere Saturday, April 6 at 6 p.m. at the Lincoln Square Theater. See who will be joining me on stage and get your tickets now by visiting Lincoln Square Theater. Hey
2: Decatur, Dan Martini inviting you to join me and John West for Soy City Buzz on First Mid Mondays, brought to you by First Mid Bank and Trust and First Mid Insurance Group. Join us as we highlight community events, fundraisers, and talk to local business owners and community leaders in the whole Soy City area. So don't forget to listen each Monday at 5 p.m. on WSOI
7: 1340 a.m. and 103.3 FM. Podcasts available 24-7
2: at NowDecatur.com.
1: We all want our young athletes to have a competitive advantage. If you think buying the newest, most expensive baseball bat or glove is going to give your kid the competitive edge, it's not. At Decatur Orthopedic Center, we know what matters is being an athlete, being faster, being stronger, and more explosive. If you are looking for the edge that's going to give your athlete their peak performance, look at the athletic performance program at Decatur Orthopedic Center. Visit DecaturOrthopedicCenter.com or call 217-864-2665 for more information.
3: Have you ever walked a dog without a diaper or been so hungry you ate more than three sandwiches? In the wrong state, that could make you a criminal. There are ridiculous laws on the books everywhere, like laws that criminalize HIV. These HIV laws are out of touch with science and our society. They ruin lives by perpetuating stigma and racism. And they're on the books in over 30 states, maybe even here. It's time to repeal these ridiculous laws. Take action at healthnotprisons.org.
2: This is The Morris Code, with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris.
0: It's so hard just holding on, and even picking up my phone.
4: hard
6: enough to be, hard enough to stay, hard enough to be alone. I'm just trying to move along, sometimes I do and then I don't.
4: Welcome back to the Morris code. I'm Dr. Morris. I don't know what's happening here. What's you going on? You said what now?
6: No, she's saying she don't hear anything.
4: You sure you do. You hear, turn it up over there. I can hear y'all
6: I can't hear you.
5: We can you, hear you.
4: Yeah, we can hear you. There's a little circle right there. Turn it up. Where's the circle? It's no. Mm-mm. It's on the it's on the counter. I'm in the, you, thank you. I'm in the
6: studio. Jeez like we ain't using nothing to keep us in the house too much. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm totally not going <laughs> to yeah, You got to get out of the house. God said, them let there be sound. Well, what's up, thank y'all? Thank you for getting us out of the house today. Thank you, thank you, thank
4: you. Yeah, how y'all doing? Doing
6: no, wonderful. So wonderful. Grandma says another journey, ooh, know, ooh, it. it's, another it's another day's journey. Ooh, it's another
4: day's journey, journey and, and I'm glad. I'm glad about it. I'm so glad. I'm glad about it. I'm so glad. about it. It's another day's journey, and I'm glad. I'm glad,
6: I'm glad about, about it. You know I. I'm, I'm so glad. glad. He he what? <laughs> Wow, Is that little there. church? Wow. What's up? I've been wow. You've been out of Mississippi too long.
4: You've been out of Mississippi. I
6: forgot the word. Hey,
4: uh, okay, so y'all, are, I am in the studio. My husband stood me up today, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, so I had, I had to have two, three,
5: four guests at the end of the day. Tell them who who y'all are and and, and uh, just say hey. Hi, I'm Rochelle Dunbar, and I'm Assistant Director of Economic and Community Development what's for your, the
4: City of Decatur. What's your radio name? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: she put her, put her voice on. I'm Michelle I'm Dunbar for the city of Decatur. Ocean. I don't
5: have a radio name. Okay. I, I uh, used to DJ for Mahogany Perspective.
4: Mm. Mm-hmm.
6: DJ Rochelle. DJ. All right. Learn something
5: new. You knew that. No, I
4: did. I
6: didn't. said that last time. She I did. knew I, I knew she, uh, you know, I know she's a singer, but I didn't know she was a DJ, you know. Okay. take a special talent. I ain't saying she ain't got it, but I'm just saying. You, know, you ain't saying she ain't got it. I just didn't know that. What's going on with you?
4: Talk about it. Tell them who you are.
6: Uh, I'm Pat.
4: Yeah. What's up? What's up? That's all you're going to say?
6: Oh, folks know who I am.
4: Oh. Know <laughs> 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 me. I introduce myself Qu- every Qu- show, Qu- but they know me. <laughs> most people do <to> pat.
6: <laughs> I am the director who for it? Economic who for the city of decay, that's oh, probably mine.
4: Somebody blowing up. So, listen, I was talking about student loans and and um, college kids and and transitioning from high school to college mm, the yeah. last week and oh, yeah. this week. And last summer, um, sent a note to you, Pat, and yeah. said, Hey, we want to air borrowed future. Yeah. And we done that in the auditorium at the city of Decatur last, because Rochelle was outside directing traffic.
6: It was the same day. up day, yes. It was the same day. Citywide
4: cleanup, So can we do that again this year? What you Absolutely. think? Absolutely. Yeah?
6: How I many times you want to do it?
4: Once a year, maybe?
6: Sure, let's do it.
4: Okay. Um, Pick the date
6: we'll get it set up.
4: All right, sounds good. You had student loans.
6: Absolutely, I got them right now. Do mm-hmm. you?
4: How was that? Uh
6: they're taking a the payment in two days. <laughs> <laughs> in two days.
4: Yeah. How do what are you what are your thoughts? I mean, just in general of- Yeah.
6: Yeah, I, you know, I, I, um, I I'm a I'm a victim, right, of yep. student loans. Um so you know, I, I wasn't properly educated on student loans. Uh I got student loans when I didn't need to get student loans.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: Um Student loans help me to get through college to pay for other stuff other than school. Sure. Uh, and so I think that's the trap that people fall. fall yes, in. they do. Particularly private private student loans. Yes. So I have I have some federal student loan, but I have a lot of private student loans. And I thought the folks just were giving me some money, you know, because I'm in school. Yep. Not realizing I got to pay that thirty thousand dollars back someday. Yeah. So uh, I'm fortunate enough to be in a position to to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it it is a pitfall. That a lot of us fall into because we're not properly educated about student loans.
4: So tell me, how will you, how, because you got three babies. Yeah. How will you do that or think about that experience different for the babies?
6: Yeah. And, and I'm thinking about it differently even now. Right? Yeah. Uh, when my, uh, so I have a two year, well, he'll be two in April. Um, the day he was born, I started a college farm for him. Yeah. The, the, the same day through Errol Jones, uh, which is not something that we typically do. Right. Yeah. We just don't know about it we don't know that we need to do those type of things um and so um for me all three of my kids are um they have college college um savings right yeah. and so while i hope not to have to pay student loans uh, for them um you know, we we my wife and I set up a fund to to make sure we can cover them from for for college, right? Yeah. So, I would say, you know, to do differently. One, if you're gonna get student loans, yeah, and this is to parents. If me parents sign off on student loans, if you're gonna get, you're trying to get student loan, know what it is, yeah, right? Know how much, know what it's for, uh, and have a plan to pay that back because it will be due back one way or the other. It's gonna yeah. be due back. Uh, and, and search, you know, search other, other, other grant opportunities as well. I was fortunate enough to, um, to get, uh, Pell Grant. Yep. Uh, and I think they do still do Pell Grant. They do and
5: MAPS, I think. Yep. Yep.
6: So, um, but, you know, do your research and make sure you're not setting yourself and your child up for a disaster after they graduate.
5: Now, I, I have a Parent Plus loan
6: now. Yep. And a Parent my-
5: PLUS loan is for the
4: parent who has a child in in college and whatever the aid was did not cover enough of it because you have to qualify for right. that based on need. Right. Okay. And, yep. And so I. um So just a note to Kyle and Nia, I'm not signing, but go ahead. Oh, oh, right. Wait, so no. my
6: mama could have got the loan and yes. Not me. Yes. Yeah.
4: yeah. But I, it was uh,
5: after. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we looked at
4: you first. We to have some conversations
5: about that. <laughs> yeah. But I did have student loans. Yeah. And I paid them off and uh, my oldest um, got loans and then I got a parent plus loan for her and then my middle one uh, got loans and then I got a parent plus loan for her Uh and so um, I have about $4,000 left to pay yeah but um, there are programs if you work for a municipality and the population that you are serving in that municipality is like uh 51% sure. uh low Lamar, income or something yeah. like that you can right for some kind of a forgiveness mm-hmm. and I have um, as a supervisor signed off on people's loans yeah. in which to do that and if you work in that sector for a certain period of time, time. they mm-hmm. will forgive but um, it is um, interesting I uh, heard I think Susie Orman say you know because I'm of a certain age and she said don't get into any more debt yep. for your children you need to be looking at retirement and yes. funding your retirement mm-hmm. so let them get debt yeah. <laughs> or and not then, right. yeah. 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 and yeah. And then if they do get debt and you are so inclined to assist them in that debt, then help them do it that way. But at a certain age, you should not, meaning individuals, you should not accumulate debt for your children going to school. So... Um that that was real enlightening of course I learned that after I did I had,
6: watch a documentary with, <laughs> with my 13 year old. watched I, I did watch a documentary with my 13 year old. The Borrow Future. Yeah, it's yeah. compelling. Yeah, it is. It is it very is. compelling. Yeah. And, and I want to clarify that that forgiveness is for federal loans not private loans. Stay away from yes. private. Oh, okay. Loans. That's yes. right. Yeah.
4: That's very true. That's, that's a, true. That's, a, <laughs> that's, that's, a, true. <laughs>
6: that's, that's an important out. clarification. You know, that's that's, true. that's <laughs> true.
4: I think though that what you were getting at and I know we didn't come in to talk about this but it's so important for for me for us to have this conversation because it's a real conversation we we talk about in in our family how are we changing the narrative right and i tell my mother all the time is that she put a hard stop in 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 the experience of our family yeah. and shifting the narrative and the legacy going forward. Yeah. People think the legacy is leaving. Mm. The legacy is how we live. Yeah, and right. so, yep, mm. husband and I mm. had some 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 um, student loans, but it's very different for our kids. Yeah. Like, my kids will not have to uh, have student loans. And not. when you talk about Edward Jones, like it was such a beautiful experience that my husband and I said, okay, because they are 14, 15, or 16, 18 however old they are because they're working they can now have a Roth IRA yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. that's right that's so right so don't
6: don't don't want, wait on my it. insurance yeah. right
4: right yeah. you're a Roth IRA and so now it starts to say okay there are no student loans here and with any good market you should be able to possibly buy your car and yep. or your house yep. in cash
6: yeah Mm. like
4: how mm. do we shift the legacy yeah. of families if we and it's not about leaving money right. it's about living right. and how we live now right. and the choice to either take out student loans or, or sign parent plus loans or all of those things impact the legacy of of, of us as yeah. a people and humans going forward
5: absolutely no, you're right about that and I mean I think one of the things is education of course yep. because we don't know and so That's right. you know and you don't know Know what you don't know that's right um and so if you don't know then the system says oh fill out that fafsa it you
4: does know?
5: and I, i've heard it is a little easier now but it was very complicated to to the point where people were intimidated by it and decided not to fill it out absolutely therefore not going to school because and they would not, the that's table. right and you would not even be allowed to go into uh, a school if you had not filled out the fafsa yep yeah. and that that was very hard for a lot of people i dealt with a lot of folks that it just that time were intimidated right it is
6: yeah, for FAFSA, yeah i think right? they I are think, due now i think the school district is getting ready to do a Parent, yeah.
4: Probably a parent, parent fast food at night attic. or something um, like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm.
6: Parent Academy or something like that. Mm-hmm.
4: So we we I did not invite uh <laughs> Pat Michelle in to talk about, about <laughs> <Hey>. investment investment strategies <laughs> real in education. But we 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 want to start to have some conversation about our city and yeah. where we're headed and how we as a listening audience can um either support and or just engage in the work that's being done. So when we come back, we are gonna talk about some of the work that's coming out of the Office of Economic Development for the City of Decatur. We'll be right back.
2: Presents Pizzazz this Saturday at Slider's Bar and Grill. Pizzazz is Central Illinois' favorite party dance band. And they're ready to see you for an early show at Slider's Bar and Grill. Don't miss a fun evening of dancing at Sliders starting at 4 p.m. Grab some dinner, get a butter Bud light, drink and dance all night long. Pizzazz at Slider's Bar and Grill this
3: Saturday, 4 p.m. Slider's Bar and Grill, located on Route 36 East Indicator is your prostate secretly being destroyed without you knowing it all the ads for these prostate pills like super beta prostate saw palmetto prostastream prostagenics and others want to know which pills work and which are garbage now you can get a free copy of the new guide prostate secrets that pulls back the curtain on the prostate pill industry learn what is really in these pills which pill has over 987 adverse event reports filed against it with the fda it's shocking learn the one food to avoid that is a prostate killer and discover the three so-called health foods that destroy your prostate. Get your free copy at ProstateSecrets.com. That's ProstateSecrets.com. This free guide will show you how to end your prostate problems without drugs or surgery. Five important things to do to protect your prostate and much more. Warning, this guide is controversial and may be offensive to some readers as it pulls no punches. So go to ProstateSecrets.com. ProstateSecrets.com. That's ProstateSecrets.com. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson, Hugh, yeah. Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back back plus a hundred bucks
5: jackson hewitt yeah.
3: and jackson hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life yeah. so don't just sit there for your biggest refund guaranteed walk into a jackson hewitt today and dance out jackson hewitt yeah
2: this is the morris code with your host dr juanita morris
7: Hey. Yes, yes. Welcome yes. back. Welcome back to The
4: Morisco. We pulling it back to uh in line. Um I am in the studio today and it is going to be Pretty, pretty interesting, and I think a good conversation. That the last Wednesday of each month, we'll have the City of Decatur and Cordero Patrick and Rochelle Irons in to talk about. She's shaking her head no, so I don't. there's that a no? You're not coming?
5: My she last name is Dunbar. I'm so sorry. That's okay.
4: God, dog, oh, I was doing good. You mm-hmm. just messed up my flow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well. I was flowing, wasn't I, Rochelle Dunbar? I was like, "What? You're not coming? What do you mean? What did I do?" But <laughs> we, oh, hallelujah. Yeah. So I saw um, Rochelle and Pat at at the Park District's 100th breakfast anniversary jazz uh, not too long ago, and um, breakfast early in the morning. Yeah, seven a.m.
5: It was wasn't I it? I'm still tired. Are you? It was
4: early. It's good, <laughs> uh, but one of the things that popped up during that time was a project that you all are heavily involved in, and so I really wanted to talk about that, but this is going to be crucial, oh, because um as we march towards the election, this is the other thing that you and I had talked about, Michelle yes. was um becoming more engaged in what's happening in our city. Mm-hmm as it relates to whether it's economic development whether it's revitalization whether it's housing improvement um all of these things should be driving us in and how we vote for city council school board um, local judges. Local judges, yeah. all of those things. And so as we march towards an election about a year from now that's specific to local, we're going to have conversations each month. And so they were like, what we want to talk about? So I want to talk about the Park District thing. Uh Cordero, we had talked before about the ecosystem study that I'm yeah. heavily interested, still continue to be interested in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also interested in the Jasper Street Corridor project because I have a property yeah. or two or three along Jasper Street Corridor. And so I'm I'm vested in that, but I'm vested in the community. So let's start with, and y'all will be on at the end of the last Wednesday of every month. That's so right. So we won't get it in today, but um, we'll be back to have some continuity in the discussion around what's happening in our city right. and how this is going to impact how I vote for sure. Let's talk about the
5: the Garfield Project. Um, so uh, we have, um, we're working in coordination with the school district to put together a project uh, utilizing the old Durfee, old Garfield School. Where is that at? Um, on Grand, West Grand.
6: Okay. Um, part, it's right next to the park, Garfield
5: Park. Right. And so, um, in, con- you know, they are right uh, together, um, located beside that school is a park, Garfield Park. And so we're working um, on a project to create affordable housing. In that building, so we've applied for low income tax credit um, points and hopefully funding to assist us with the development of that project. So in the in the meantime, we are looking at that area as an opportunity or that project as a catalyst for doing some things wonderful in that area. Um, That's the neighborhood United um, GM Square um, area. And uh, with the Walgreens being there and the Save-A-Lot, so it's an opportunity for us to do some good things over there. But anyway, um, part of what we were talking about is we are giving um, the park district uh, uh, $250,000 to assist with uh, redoing that park. The whole overall project is over a million dollars, right? Um, But um, we have a community development block grant COVID funding that is allowed to be utilized in a lot of different ways. And sure. one of the things that we can do is creating opportunities outside for people to play and, and, um, do things, um, so as to prevent, prepare, you know, for COVID. And so uh, we're able to use that funding in which to do that. So we um, have an agreement uh, with the park district to yeah. do some improvements to that park. So Neighborhood United is an active uh, neighborhood organization in that area. They're very excited. The park district did um, have some open public meetings. Sure. And it was very well attended. Um, and folks basically kind of said, you know, this is what we want to see in a park in this area. So that project should start, you know, probably in the spring um but it's going to be a real good um catalyst and allow us to be able to I don't want to say market but you know yep. bring some life to a part of the city that some people feel has been ne- neglected.
4: So you uh have a different way Cordero, of looking at economic development and 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 community and city in yeah. terms of how you continue to develop our community. Yeah. Talk about any of that from your perspective and your expertise, because you ain't new to this.
6: Yeah. Thanks, Dr. Moore. Let me first say thank you for having us on your show. So we appreciate that. I mean, we I've been asking getting, for a long time, I, but I know, y'all just it, be like, you know, it's just, know.
5: <laughs> we working, <laughs> girl. We
6: busy. It's, it's, it's been crazy, but I, I do, I don't take that for granted. I do appreciate you. Well, uh, I
4: know you take some hits. Out.
6: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh,
4: I, I know that's, that.
6: That's what I do every day. Yes. But, um, <laughs> now I appreciate the question. So, uh, it, I say, you know, I joke and I often say this is pathology. This is just kind of my philosophy when it comes to economic community development because you can't have one without the other, right? You can't do economic development well without, you know, doing community development sure. well, right? Um, and so that's the lens in which I see it through. And I also see it through the lens of uh, building capacity in people more so than yeah. building capacity in. Uh, brick and mortar, which is very right? different. It's very different, very different, right? And and so if we if we build compassion in people, the brick and mortar will come, okay. right? Uh, because when you when you invest in people, uh, from an economic development perspective, from a capacity compa- perspective, from a workforce perspective, from yeah. a health and safety perspective. All the brick and mortar stuff will come and the people will be prepared and ready for those. When I say brick and mortar, yep. I mean economic development that comes along with that. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, we're, we're, in the process of creating a new tax increment finance, um, district in, in the same area that we sure. were just talking about around the Garfield School. Uh, and we're doing it different, right? Yep. Uh, if you look at a lot of the tips that we've done and there have been some good tips here in the city of K that's done some great things and revitalized downtown, some other things. Uh, but, Uh, This is the first TIF that I've been involved in as Economic Community Development Director here in Decatur. And one of the things I made clear is that we can't do a TIF without making sure that those funds that's coming in to do development – is not going back into the neighborhood sure. which we're doing these developments in. So, right. for example, neighborhood uniting. So, we're going to make sure that with this TIF that we are able to create programs to invest back into folks' homes, into infrastructure, and have sidewalks to walk down, and being able to bike in neighborhoods, um, and, and doing a lot of what what I consider in the investment people as well as investing in, in new development that may come to that area. And that's just the lens inside that, that I see economic community development. And I don't make an apologies about that. That's just, that's just what it is.
4: So let me ask you this, because this is a good first show for us, because we know that you'll be back. But tell me or explain to me how the difference between what you do in economic development, economic and community development and the EDC.
6: Yeah, so that's a good question. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I mean, we had some conversation about that just today. today. Uh, and so, and the EDC do, does very well, and, and the EDC really focuses on making sure that we can get those large, large manufacturers and in, in, in industries here in Decatur. And how do we retain sure. those? You know, how how do we get the Tillamooks and, and keep the ADMs and the Caterpillars yes. and those folks in town? But what the EDC really doesn't do is focus on those small scale retail restaurant businesses. Uh, the investment in small businesses themselves, uh, that's just not the area that they, they, they focus in. And so for me, that's our role, (laughs) right? That's the role of the city to be able to do that. And so, in fact, you know, I have a position open now as a business development manager, uh, to assist us with thinking about how do we work with commercial property owners and brokers to make sure that we can invest back into those properties and attract the type of retail and restaurants and small businesses into Decatur that folks want to see. Folks are telling us we want more options here in Decatur, sure. right? Uh, and so we're trying to do our part you know, this year to make that a, a reality. But the other thing is is that we have to invest in small business that exists right now, yeah. right? Uh, and I personally believe that we've done enough to put the right kind of wraparound service around small businesses, particularly Minority owned businesses here in Decatur to make sure that they are successful. So we're kind of creating this uh, entrepreneurial ecosystem. There's another ecosystem. Yeah. Uh, entrepreneurship <laughs> ecosystem to to be able to invest in and in, uh, put our arms around small businesses.
4: So we got about three or four minutes left. Let's talk about what's top of mind for you. Or what you want to cover while we have this few minutes left. No? Yeah? Me? Okay. I, I, I can make it up now.
6: Uh, <laughs> Uh, top of mind for me is, um, listen, I, I, I say this in a lot of rooms. Um, we have to, um, uh, invest and be serious about the investment in housing here in Decatur. Sure. Um, we have some major corporations that's getting ready to online here in Decatur in the next couple of years. And I'm afraid that we don't have the housing for, them. Mm-hmm. um, and, um, uh, we're going to find ourselves in a in a real pickle if we don't take that serious right now. And it's not just the city of Decatur. Yeah. Uh, this is a call to action to all taxing bodies. All taxing bodies have to come together and figure out how are we going to create the type of housing that's needed here in Decatur. And to be quite frank with you, it's going to take some subsidies for that to happen right now because the economics just doesn't work right now for private developers. Um, to to build certain type of houses in certain places here in Decatur, uh, we're doing our part by doing some rehab on, on occupied yeah. rehab on on occupied houses right now. We're partnering with Northeast Community Fund to do small repair program. Uh, to do small repairs on homes right now. But that's really to preserve the housing that exists right now. But at some point, we need to think about how do we build the new modern age houses here in the city of decay
4: Rochelle and Cordero, thank y'all for joining me. Thank you for agreeing to uh, engage in the conversation each month. Uh, you are listening to The Morris Code on WSOY 1340 103.3 FM. And if you missed the show tonight, check Catch the podcast on nowdicator.com. Thank y'all for listening, and Thank I you. will see you next we'll week. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I'm telling these
4: Tears gonna
2: The one to freedom, freedom. This is Brian Barnard, voice for the fighting Illini.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.